So we're starting at the second to last line, and I involve him base. What we're talking about only, only one that he would need a proof or that a proof would help is with the hidden blemishes. So Amr of Nachman, Rav Nachman says, um, if let's say the blemish that we're talking about is somebody who keeps falling uh, epileptic. So, uh, that's like a hidden one, because those are things that you could, uh, since it doesn't happen on an ongoing basis, that's a type of blemish that's hidden. When is that true? Because there are those that have, that have epileptic seizures, but they only have it at a specific time. So they sort of know when it's going to happen, so they can make sure that it's not... No, nobody knows about it. It's done right. But if it's not avaluk v'ilo but if it's something that happens irregular, so then kimum shavukolu told me that that's something that's going to be public information and that's something that's known. So that's the story with that. Okay, so that's all. So up until now, we're just talking about blemishes on the woman. Now, it's very interesting when it comes to the husband, the laws are very different, okay? So, it's a notable moment. What if a man developed blemishes. So, Ain Kofen Oselotzi, Tanakama says, we don't force him to divorce. Okay? Um, on that, Amrab Shem Gamliel, when is that true? That we don't force him to divorce if it's a minor blemish. But if, again, but the idea is, we're talking about where the wife insists on the divorce. So then he would be forced to um to comply, so we're saying he's not forced to comply. Shem Gamil says, if it's minor, then not. But if it's major, then yes. We do force him to comply and give a get. Okay? All right. Okay, here's Yehuda. Okay, good. All right, we're at the Gemara at the top of the page on Ein Sign. Rabbi Yehuda, Tani, Rabbi Yehuda learns, Noldu, uh, Noldu. Like the Lashon of the Mishnah is Noldu, it grew there, it became, came about. That's the virgin. He wasn't born with it. He wasn't born with it. These are something that developed. Okay. Something happened. Yeah, something happened. They were always there. If you're saying that this Allah is based on Noldu, then surely it would be true if they were always there. Because Savra. Then of course that's why we wouldn't force him to divorce because she knew about it, and she was she accepted it. Now madam or how you? But if you say it's going on the version of how you, I will not do low. But if it came about, then we then not okay. Um, that's the that's the idea okay. Now Tanan we learned in Mishnah. Ama Reb Shem Ben Gamliel. This is only true by the minor blemishes. But big ones, then we force them to divorce. Now, wait a second. I understand there's a difference. If it's something came about, it makes sense why, for big blemishes, we should force them to divorce. That's why we would make a distinction between big blemishes and little ones. You know, little ones um, you know, that came about is not a big deal. We don't force it. But if it's big ones, then we do force it. Um, but if they were always there, and that's the only thing that we're talking about in the missions on, on blemishes that were there from the beginning, 
Why would we make any distinction between large blemishes and small blemishes? He, 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 she already said that she's willing to accept him with those blemishes, and who cares for how big they are or small they are? It, she accepted it. So the answer is, She thought that she would be able to handle it, but now she realized that she couldn't. Now she thought that she'd be able to cope with that issue, and uh, she realized that it's not the case. That's what the, again, this is where we can apply this type of logic. Okay, well, how do you define big and small? So, is what qualifies as a large blemish. He became blinded. His hand was cut off, and his his foot. So, major, major injury. Itmar Rabbi Abba Bar Yaakov. That we paskin like Rebshem Gamliel, that if it's a large blemish, then and she wants out, we will force him to give a get. Okay? And Rav Amar, Rav Nachman, that we don't force him. Now, does Rav Yechonon actually say that Halach is like Rebshem Gamliel here? Why? The same Rav Yechonon says, Whenever we quote Rav Shem Gamliel in our Mishnah, Halachim also the Halach is like him. Chutzmi Arav Tzidon Achrona. There are three cases that the Halach is not like him. Okay, there Rashi doesn't tell us what the cases are. He says there he just directs you to where where it's located. But the uh, point being is is that if the Halach is like him always, then you wouldn't need to say Halachim also over here. That implies that. It's not automatically that Allah has like Rabbi Shem Gamliel. So, um, so the answer is, you're right, Amarai Nenu Valibitar Biachran. To Amarai, in the understanding of Rabbi Yachran, let's Rabbi Yachran say that you, don't, you have a general rule that Allah always follows Rabbi Shem Gamliel, except for those three exceptions. Or um, each one is a, it's a standalone discussion whether Allah is like Rabbi Shem Gamliel or not. And that's the two sides. Okay. Now, Says the new mission of Elisha Kovanel Solotzi. Here's where we force them to get divorced. Uh, meaning, uh, we force him uh, to divorce her if uh, these things developed. Mukashrim, if he has uh, boils, whatever, uh, it's a very serious skin, skin ailment. Obal polyphos, which we'll define. Various jobs that are particularly stinky jobs. Borsi, that's the a leather worker, whether she had these, he had these jobs prior to the marriage, or they were after the marriage. doesn't matter. Uh, they were noldu. Um, either one, you can force him to give a get. Rameir says about all of them, even they put the condition, I thought I would be able to handle it, and that's why I agreed to it. But, you know, um, but I, I can't, I, I can't handle it. We, it doesn't matter. We'll force her, if she, said, if she agreed to it, we'll force her to keep her, her, her side of the agreement. With the notable exception of Mukashchin, why? Because it actually, it's very harmful just having relations with him. Somebody who has this type of skin ailment, I don't know what it is exactly. Is it contagious? Um, it's, it's not because it's contagious, but means that in the act of relations, 
Anytime he's touched, it causes the skin to fall off. So it's a, it's a, it's very, well, it's very bad. It may be painful too. Right. Um, the story goes in Tidon. There was a, a leather worker, Shemes, who died. And his brother was also a leather worker. She has ability to say, I was, I was able to handle the smell of your brother that died. Even though it's the same job and it's the same smell, it doesn't matter. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. My Baalpulifus. What is this Baalpulifus? What is this ailment? It's smell of the nose. Bad breath. Now, Rav Asi Masni Ipcha Rav Asi switches it, and he says that it's uh, um, Shmuel who's the one who says Reachapeh, and the Brisa says Reachachotem. Omanach Basimna, and the way he remembered it is La Posik Pumim Kulapirkin. That Shmuel is mentioned all over the parak, okay? Which is basically Peh, is, you know, his La Posik Pumim, his mouth is there. So that's connecting to Reachapeh. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. Hamakamitz. What job is the Makamitz? My Makamitz, I'm reviewed as Hamakamitz, so it's Kulavim. His job is to collect dog dung. Okay. Look, it's a living, you know? Okay. Fertilizer. No, Rashi. Rashi is what kind of what, what, what kind of use could there be for the collecting dog dung? Um, he's, uh, so he says that. Yeah. It's a tannery, whatever. So anyway, he, Rashi says that he, they soak it, the clothes, uh, before laundering in this stuff, and apparently, I don't know, whatever it is, it has a, it, it makes it able to, it's a stain remover, right? Um, anyway, Meisvei, Mekamitz Zeborsi. We have a price that says Mekamitz is leather worker. So Gemara says, how can that be anyway? And the Mishnah Seems to say that's not the case, right? Because it says Hamakamitz, Vamitzarif Nechoshes. He's a he's a copper smith, Vabursi, and a leather worker. So, at least in the Mishnah, Lakashi can answer. Come Bursi Gadol, come Bursi Katan. Depends how much leather um, processing you're doing. It's very smelly when you're processing a lot of leather. Smaller amounts is not, you know, he only deals with uh, you know little amounts of leather. It's not a big deal. There is a contradiction in Rebuta. Uh, he says that it's uh, gathering sauce clovim. So, Tenaihi, it's a machlokas tanoim detanya, makamit zabur, sivyesh omrim zabakamit sauce clovim. Okay, so he's going with the other mandyamar. Rebuta is going like the other tana. Okay. Vamitzav nechoshes, the coppersmith, the bursi, and the leather worker. Now, my mitzav nechoshes, what does that mean? He produces the copper vats, okay? Um, you know, the dud chemish made out of copper, whatever. So that's what he makes it out of. Apparently it smells when the processing, I don't know, has like a sulfurous smell, something bad, okay? This is, no, it's when you're, um, when you're, uh, mining the copper, copper mines. Um, so the process of getting the copper out of the mountain, that's smelly process. That's mining the copper. 
What if the man is uh, doesn't have any blemishes, but he's he's uh, saying, "I'm not feeding my wife, and I don't want to. I don't want to take care of any of her needs." That's also you ought to be eating so that you force them out of that marriage. Azal Rebelazar, Amra Lishmaita. So Rebelazar went and said over this, Memra of Rav, Kamedishwal and Imashwal. Basically, he's saying it's grounds for divorce for saying that. So Amar, Achsuasari Lelazar. How did a Lazar buy into to Rav's comment there that we force him to divorce? Why would we force a person who refuses to feed his wife, why would we force him to divorce? He's saying, we're already forcing him. Force him to feed her. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's the problem? Because she can't live without food, so therefore we force him to divorce. So instead of forcing him to divorce, force him to feed her, and then she'll have. Okay? That's the question. You understand the question? Yeah, but why would she have to say with a guy like that? The point being is, is that once we're forcing him already, so force him not to, you know, you, you said you're going to do that, too bad, you have to take care of your wife, that's all. Too bad. That's all, that's what Shmuel's argument is. What is Rav's argument back? The fact that he's such a person is already, you don't, you don't expect her to, to stay with such a man. Right. That's all. So, okay, both sides. Can she leave on her own? Can she... You understand that we generally don't. No, what do you mean? Do you... She can't initiate the divorce. And according to Torah law, not not just for no reason, right? This reason, she's not. He's not providing. Her. Well, that's 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 what we're saying. Only 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 when there's real reasons provided. She can she can't just. It takes him to give the divorce. We're talking about. We generally force um, a get has to be done done freely, uh-huh. so. If he doesn't want to give a get, we're up the creek in general. She can't. She, she can't it. say, "Too bad, you have to give me a get." If he agrees to it, he agrees to it. But if he doesn't agree to it, then then she's up the creek, unless it's one of these things where we will beat him until he says, "I'm willing." Yeah. Can she, can she go to the court on her own? She can. She, she can request Bezdin get involved to. Encourage him to give again. Encourage him, not Encourage him, but forcing is a big deal. You can't do that without uh, something this major. That's the idea. All right. But they do it today. They do force people to give again. Yeah, only for such a circumstance. Now, Kisalik Rabzeir, went up to Eretz Yisrael, Ashkali Rabbi Binyam He met up with the Rabbi Yambeyazah, and there he's quoting in the name of Rabbi Yachman exactly the same line. That uh, in that case where he says that we force him to give a get, and same story. They fed it, you know that that line that you were uh, that you bought into. Um, they were like he's for he's given like food that's not very, you know, like when you're given barley to chew on, it's not really edible. You know, and that's the same idea. Like you know, you're giving him a, a, a something that is isn't the most logical argument. So he disagrees with this. He says the only time we can force a man to give a get is where he is actually forbidden to her. Okay, she's puzzled to him. Okay, um, like for instance, Amman Gadol. Those types of situations are situations where 
Bezin would get involved to force him to give again. Kamriza came in the Shmuel and it said over to Shmuel, Amar Kegon, Amanul Kangod, Gushul Khalut, Kon Hejit, Mamzer is the Nasin of Yisrael, by Yisrael and Nasin of Mamzer, all of those cases. However, Abu Nasi Isha, what if a man got married? Vishaha, Ima, Ezer Shanim, they were remained married for 10 years, but loyal, and they couldn't have babies, couldn't have kids together. And Kofan also, then we do not force them to give a get. So, first version is that the 10 year, even of not giving kids, you can't force them to give again. But Rav Tachlifa Barvimi says, in that case, the name is Shmuel, that uh, that too is a circumstance where we would force a get. Now, so we listed the case, and the cases that we list is Mukashkin and Balpolifas. Now we left out okay, that case. Now Bishlam Ravasi, I understand Ravasi says that it's only cases, right, um, uh, for Psulos. That's we're listing Durabanan Khtani, We're not listing anything that's from the Torah. But that belongs in the list of Layalta. Kovanoso. That that it's not only the two, you know, blem you know, whatever, the two conditions that are too untenable that we force to get, it's this one as well. So The question is, how do we force? Do we force with words? Meaning if they're not having um, they're not having children. So then we encourage we with um, so uh, we only encourage word with words, or we tell him that he needs to get divorced. We'll argue, cajole, beg, whatever. However, um, when it comes to any of these other ones, that's bishoti. That's they use the they use the stick method. It's a little more effective sometimes. Okay, all right, all right. Maskevla Rababa Rababa has a question before him. Lo yusar evet. Words just doesn't really do the trick, okay? That's, uh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, words are, they don't really get the slave to do what he needs to do if all you're doing is talking to him. Puzzle Gemishle. So, Rabbi Abba, you're right. They both have to have sticks. What's the difference then? ki amra, havina badei. Over there, in the case of if she says, you know what, I'm willing to stay with him anyway, Shavkin and Laten say, look, if she's willing, then we're not going to push it and force them to get divorced. Even if she says, I'm willing to stay married to him, in the case of the of the these conditions, you know, the, that he has Mukashkin, Lo Shavkin and La, we don't force it. Mukashkin, Um, we don't let them stay married by the Mukashkin. The Tanan Chutzmi Mukashkin, Mepinisha Mamakaso, Oktani Asum, Ki Amra, Dayarna Badei, Bisadi, Shavkinullah. And if she says, I'm going to stay with him with witnesses, meaning, don't worry, I'm, I'm, I want to stay married and we won't be intimate with each other. So, yes, it's true, you can't have relations with anybody, but I still stay married for companionship or whatever. Um, over here, even though she says, I will um, uh, live with him, 
meaning, uh, meaning, uh, whatever. The point being is that is that uh, uh, whatever she's willing to do, we don't we don't let her remain married, and that's the difference. Um, so, in other words, we're saying, uh, in general, other blemish. It's the other way around. Other blemishes, we would let them stay married if she's willing. But in the case of the not having children, we won't let them, even if even if uh, even if she's willing to undertake a different whatever circumstance it is. It doesn't matter. Now, Tanya will learn the summer Rabbi Yossi, Echad um, so an elderly man in from the men of Jerusalem told me, as we're getting a little sidetracked here, as there are twenty four types of people with this this condition of shin, uh, boils, whatever skin you know diseases, and all of them um, having relations with them is very very harmful, so they can't have relations. And Ubali Rasan and the worst of them is Bali Rasan. Okay, that's like a, a, a version of Shin that's like the worst of the worst. What uh, causes Bali Rasan? So the Tanya the Bright says, Hikizdam Vishimish, if somebody did a bloodletting before relations, having a bottom that creates the, a weakness in the children. They're gonna not have be very weak. Okay? What if both husband and wife um, did bloodletting and then post after that they had relations? That's where these kids are like extra bad and they'll have this condition. That's only if they did a bloodletting without eating afterwards. But if you do bloodletting and then you eat afterwards, right away restores you pretty much um, you know, if anybody donates blood, will know that they, you know, they give you some orange juice and a cookie or whatever afterwards, and you feel strong, gives you back your strength. So my simne, what's the signs of this particular uh, ailment of of Bali uh, Rasan? Dalfan is their eyes are always teary eyed. their nose is always dripping. and their mouth always has like a drool. Okay. And there's flies always around him. Okay. Um say, how do you heal somebody who has this? So Rashi explains that this Bali Rasan, there's a bug inside his brain. Okay. Um Okay, so we'll have to so they want to know how do you heal this? Um brain surgery, that's the answer. Okay, so Amar Bai Pila. Uh, you take these ingredients, pila veludna girda da guza vegirda da ashba malka omaskla de tikla sumka and veshalik luhu badiyadadi. You're cooking these uh, ingredients all together. I really can't tell you what all these things are. It's a dirt type of grass, um, uh, various herbs, okay, and what do you do? You put him in a in a sealed room, sealed vault, basically room that's uh, marble, doesn't let any air in, because that could be harmful. Below Ika Basin the Shisha, let's say you don't have such a house because they don't they're not so easy to come by. Very, very thick walls, sealed up. And then you take 
300 cups on his head. Um, so this cupping causes it to soften, the brain to soften. Until the, the, that part of the brain is like easily cut. Then you cut the skull. And you bring four pieces of myrtle branch. And you, um, everybody, uh, you know, each one will carry a leg of the, this bug. Uh, and then, you know, basically put it down on the, on the, on the branch. On the leaf. on the leaf that is on the myrtle leaf, Vishakilbitsafsa, then you pick it up, don't touch it, with a with the prongs, the and destroy it. Because if you don't delow, um if you don't destroy that bug, Hadirluya will go back into his brain. So uh whatever. That's the procedure. Fascinating. What? Where do they come up with this? When we're talking about brain surgery here, you're gonna kill him. Yeah, but they say if you pull it directly, if you try to pick up the bug while it's holding on, it'll scratch the the surface of the brain. Of the the brain, it's like anyway. Um, I wonder what what precipitated this description. It must have been some kind of. They must have seen it. This is a real thing. Yeah, that was what happened with Titus. I don't know if you know that. Uh, the, right. So that was what whatever. Anyway. Right. Right. I don't know, I'm not familiar, but hopefully we should know from such things. That's all I'll tell you. Okay, anyway, the point is, okay, one second. Now, um, now, Machriz, um, Rabbi Yochanan. So Rabbi Yochanan made a proclamation. These people who have flies always around them, stay away from those flies, okay? Because they'll fly into you also. They're, they're related, the same family, okay? Um, and Rabzera lahava yasabzike. Rabzera was careful not to sit where the wind's blowing from these people. So, in other words, if the wind's coming in from the west, so he's not going to stand to the east of these people because the the they're you know just the air. You know he understood that there's germs and whatever these things are contagious. Okay, Rabbelazar lo ayabali. He wouldn't go in the same tent as these people. They, they wouldn't eat any eggs from that uh, place where these people are living. And Rabbi Shul, however, and this is the contrast, Rabbi Shul Malevi, he wrapped them up, the and he learned with them. So he ignored the, he, he threw caution to the wind, and he studied Torah with these, with these unfortunates. Amar ayelas avim We say about the Torah that it, it brings favor on the person who studies the Torah. If it, if it gives a, something extra, like grace, it's not going to protect. Of course, the Torah will protect. So I'm not worried. If I'm learning with them, it's going to protect me from any illness. So, we have here one of the most fascinating stories. Uh, the Reb Shum Levi story. When he's about to die, okay, it's telling him it's his time. Okay. Rabbi Shulam Levi's time has come. So the so the Malachim came to greet or to showed up 
to Rabbi Shumalevi. So Amrale, so Rabbi Shumalevi says, you know, I would love to see before I die, I want to see what my home in Ganeden looks like. Amrale, Lachai, sure, I'll be happy to show you. Amrale, have a So he says, okay, I'm, I'm willing to do that, but I need your knife. Dilma, Mavasasli, maybe Beorcha, while I'll be scared on the way. Um, you know, so let me just hold on to the knife. Okay. Okay, bad idea. Okay. <laughs> Never trust the rabbis. Okay, just saying. Okay. Yavanele, uh, so the Malachimabas was, was uh, you know, naive. Okay. He gave him, he gave Rabbi Shomalevi his knife. Okay. Came to Kanadan. Dalia, he lifted him up over the wall, up to the wall. Kamachvile, and he says, You see, there's your spot in Ganadan, you see over the wall. Shavar Nafalukisa. So, what happened? Immediately, once Rabbi Shumalevi got up there, so he jumped and he landed on the other side. So, Nakte Bekaina Deglime, and he basically was holding him by his. So, the Malcham of you know, saw him jumping, he grabbed him by his coat. Amalei Bishwasa Dulasina. I swear I'm not coming out. I'm here. Okay, so here he's hanging by the cloak. And uh, he says, I'm not coming. He swore he's not coming. So now God got involved. And he said, If he ever made a vow and he went to the rabbis to free him of the vow, now they're taken back. Too bad. But if he never, uh, you know, always kept his word and never needed, uh, you know, to have it nullified, so then, no. Well, then let him stay. Okay, so the angel of death said, okay, okay, I'm okay, enough of this, but give me my knife back. And he wasn't giving it to him. So a heavenly voice came out. Okay, give him back his knife. Okay, he needs it. Okay, it's, it, that's his job. Let him have his knife back. Okay. Eliyahu, uh, he heard Mishum Levi's there. He said, Clear space for Parlevoi. Clear space for Parlevoi. So sure enough, Rabbi Shum Levi met up with Rabbi Shum Mechai. It was a generation earlier. Generations earlier. Okay? Um, Fancy 13 chairs, you know, golden chairs. Amrle, Atu Barlevoy, are you Barlevoy? The great, you know, that he's making an announcement for? Amrle, hey, yeah, that's me. Nearest Akesha's Biamecha, has there ever been a um, uh, a rainbow in your lifetime? Amrle, hey, yeah. So he's like, Rabbi Shum, so Shimon Barlevoy said, no way. Imkain, yeah, Tom Barlevoy, you're not really worthy to be given such honor uh, because it's not a good sign. Velohi, actually, he lied. Okay, the law have There was never any um, uh, rainbows in his lifetime, and the summary just felt like actually was I'm not going to show off and be oh I never had a rainbow in my life. Mm-hmm. So he didn't feel like it was right to show off, so he just kept kept it quiet. Now, Rav Chanina Bar Papa Hava. Rav Chanina Bar Papa was Rabbi Shmuelavi's good buddy. Okay, they were good friends. No, but Shmini, no, he was the angel of death's good buddy. He got it. They were good buddies. They 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 got along. They, they used to, whatever. I don't know. Close and constant friend of the angel of death. Yeah, good friends. Okay, with the angel of death. So Gavikonich and Avshi, it was his time to die. Amrle the Malach Amaves 
Zil Avalariusa. Okay, they told him, okay, mean you take care of him. Amar Azul Kabesu, he came to Rukhina Bar Papa. Give me an extra 30 days. Come on, for a friend. I need 30 days more. I want to be prepared. And that's the story. So, because they say, you know, you have to have your, you know, so I want to, I'm going to the Yeshiva Shalmala. So let me, uh, you know, get that taken care of. Shavke, um, so they left him. The boss of Tazniyom, and after thirty days, after thirty days, Azal Chazer says, "Okay, thirty days are up." No, Amarle, okay, Achvili Tuchtai. Let me see what it, what my place in Kanida looks like. Lachai, sure, Amarle, Havli Skinach. Can I hold your knife? Tell me, Mavesesli, I'm scared. Borcha, Amarle, Kechaverch Basim Avili. What? You're gonna do the same trick like Yeshua and Levi? Once a fool, okay? But now, you know, what? Twice? No way. Once I, you could, uh, you could trick me once is one thing, but not, I'm not going to fall for that. Um, so, so Amrlei, so he says, what do you mean? I see Sefer Torah, because me ikamidi Bring a Torah and find something there that I didn't keep. If you could do that, you know. So I, I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not no slouch. So Amrlei, so the Malchum of says, me echarches pevali rason visak Did you? Do what Rabbi Shulman Levi did. Okay, he got away with it, but he, you know, went went above board to teach Torah to these people who were very contagious Ill, illnesses. Did you ever do something like that? Rafilochi, nevertheless, Rabbi Papa was a very special person. When he died, there was a, a fiery pillar separating the two. We have a rule. That only happens to somebody one one man in a generation or the train bidara. One or two, they were if they're head and shoulders above everybody else, that something like that happens. So cover the Gabe Reb Luxandri. Luxandri tried coming close to the to the coffin. Let the Chacham's honor be there that they could, you know, deal, you know, be there. What if our father's honor? But for your own honor, let us bury you know, the coffin. You know, nobody's going to be able to deal with it. It's so then the pillar went away. Um, uh, so, uh, meaning this pillar is to contrast him to everybody else who, everybody else who did not fulfill every word in the Torah. It's coming to count to contrast somebody who didn't ha- doesn't set up um, is, 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 is didn't put a maka on his roof. Basically, basically, he's, 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 he's in, insinuating that um, Abaye, you know, Rav Adbar Masna is saying that Abaye doesn't didn't have one didn't have set up the fence around his roof. Although it's not true, me have of course there was. It was right then that the wind blew it down and he didn't get a chance to put it back up. Why is it that Bavel doesn't, doesn't get this illness? 
You said you're not familiar with this disease. The answer is, they, they eat beets and they drink beer. It cures that type of thing from happening. And Amr Rabbi Yechonon, Mepnei Me'ayim Mitzorom Be'Bavel. Why is there no Tzorazim Be'Bavel? Mepnei Shochon Tardim Mishosan Shechar. Healthy foods. Perochzim Be'Mei Pras. They also bathe in the you know so you having proper um, hygiene, having uh, certain foods like beets, whatever antioxidants. These things uh, keep keep the illnesses away. Beets and beer, right? Interesting. But this is hop. He says it's the hops that's healthy. Actually, Hadra Lachamadur Sishtai. Nine 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 n